On Tuesday this week, the Samoa Supreme Court declared void a parliamentary suspension of opposition leader Tuilaipa Sailele Maliat Lingaoi and the secretary of his HRPP party, Lea Lai Lepule Rimoni Ayafi. The pair were suspended after a contempt of parliament complaint was lodged by the Deputy Prime Minister Tuala Tevanga Yosefo Ponifacio in relation to things said about the Legislative Assembly and the new fast government during the constitutional crisis that followed the country's last election. Joining me to unpack the legal aspects of the case is Auckland University law lecturer Fuimauno Dylan Asafo. Talofalava Dylan and welcome back on Pacific Waves. This is quite a complicated issue, so let's start with the original suspension from Parliament. Can you please explain to us what happened there? So basically on the 24th of May, the fast-led Parliament passed a motion to suspend the leader of HRPP Opposition Party, Tuila Epa, and also the HRPP Secretary, Liaile Pule, for contempt of Parliament. The motion came after the Deputy Prime Minister of the Fast Party made a complaint against Tula Epa and Liaile um, Pule um, for them uh, alleging um, contempt of Parliament, basically for the statements that they had made in the media um, against not only the judiciary, but also the Fast-led government, calling them an unconstitutional government and accusing the Fast Party for colluding with the judiciary. Um, So the complaint from the Deputy Prime Minister said that they had denigrated and insulted Parliament, that they had undermined the rule of law, that they had brought shame and embarrassment on the institution of Parliament, uh, which reflected negatively on the honour and dignity of all members of Parliament. So the Deputy Deputy Prime Minister um, of FAST makes this complaint, and then um, the Speaker of the House appoints a Privileges and Ethics Committee, which is basically an investigative committee made made up of MPs from both parties, and they investigate the complaint that he made. And the committee makes a number of recommendations, basically that the two HRPP members did commit contempt of Parliament, Um, and that they should both be suspended without pay until such a time. So there was this motion to suspend them, but oddly enough, it didn't specify when when the suspension will end. It just said until such a time, but did not say um, when this time would be. Um, It's important to note that before Parliament passed that motion on the 24th of May, that Tule Ipa um, had been trying to get Parliament to meet later on to debate the motion and to um, passed the vote, um, passed that motion um, because he was in isolation at the time and he wanted the opportunity to challenge the committee's findings and their proposed penalty. Um, he did eventually get the chance to take part in the, the debate, but only for about 10 minutes. And his request for more time and to delay the debate until um, he had had enough time to prepare his uh, arguments um, had been um, dismissed. Um, by Parliament, um, particularly the Speaker. Um, So that was one of the key issues of the case, which was whether the motion to suspend suspend, um, the two HRPP members from Parliament was lawful and in line with the Constitution. And so... I might might just jump in there and just say, so um, the case you're referring to is, um, I'm assuming the case that um, Tuilaipa and the... HRPP party have brought to challenge parliaments, um, ruling for which we've just had a judgment. Is that right? Yes. Um, so it's important to note that 
what was being complained about by the Deputy Prime Minister for contempt of Parliament is different from the um, proceedings by the Supreme Court regarding contempt of court. So we had those proceedings earlier on in the year um, that um, were for contempt of court, basically that um, the statements by Tula Epa and other members of the HRPP party um, had brought the court into contempt and that they had scandalized the court um, unnecessarily and excessively. Um, and so the court did decide, the Supreme Court did decide that they were guilty of contempt of court, but quite interestingly said that they're not going to apply um, or pursue any penalties um, because um, in their view, it was important for everyone to move on for the best uh, for the betterment of the country um, in light of the issue in light of the issues that Samoa was facing with COVID-19 and climate change. Um, and so they respected the wishes of um, FAST at the time to not pursue penalties regarding contempt of court. But what the Deputy Prime Minister was complaining about was contempt of parliament. So it's similar, but it's regarding um, how the statements denigrated and insulted parliament, not the court. Um, and so that's what was in dispute here. And that's what led to the suspension um, from Parliament. Now, you've seen the, the judgment um, of the court uh, on the appeal uh, to this. What, what has, if you can break down that judgment for us and what, what's being ruled? Mm. Um, so there are many um, interesting legal issues that arise. But the key one that the court um, found with regard to um, the um, challenge by the HRPP, um, who are trying to say that their suspension was void, um, was that the motion to suspend them was unlawful and unconstitutional, um, specifically contrary to the rights of Article um, 9.1 of the Constitution, which provides the right for a fair trial. Um, and so the court was very clear saying that the right to a fair trial doesn't just um, protect people um, who are facing um, charges um, or convictions for crime. Um, it also applies to the parliament context when people are facing complaints and possible suspensions that there should be uh, the opportunity for people facing complaints and potential suspension to be heard. And so on the facts and looking at what had, what had happened, they acknowledged that Tula Ipa did get 10 minutes um, within that debate before the motion was passed for um, him to be suspended, but they said that this was inadequate, that the Speaker of the House, uh, Speaker of Parliament um, from the Fast Party had unnecessarily dismissed um, the requests by Tula Epa to delay um, the debate another week until he had come officially out of isolation. Um, and so they said that he should have been given more time to consider the committee's findings and then prepare arguments, um, and that 10 minutes simply wasn't enough. Um, so therefore, that motion to suspend them is void and unlawful. Now, what does that mean going forward now? So we're still um, yet to see um, a specific response from Parliament yet. But basically what the court said is that now it's up to Parliament, now that that motion to suspend has been um, declared void, it's still up to Parliament to um, determine what the appropriate penalty will be. So it's referring it back to Parliament because it's acknowledging that this is something for Parliament to decide in terms of how to move forward. But it said that the way that you did things in terms of suspending them and not giving them enough time to um, prepare their own defences or their own arguments in response to the committee's findings 
um, that was unlawful. So now you need to kind of go back and figure out how you can move forward um, in a fair and transparent way that gives Tuila Epa um, enough time um, to respond to those findings.